Hey friend, we just wanted to pop over and remind you of all of the freebies that we have on our website at hustlehumblypodcast.com slash resources. There are quite a few on there. They work for buyers and sellers, for your business, all different things you might need and all for free. Mm -hmm. Alyssa, which one is your favorite? My favorite freebie is the due diligence checklist. Oh, that's a good one and Mm -hmm. so impactful for your buyers. Mm -hmm. It's a great email template. It's a really good one. Uh, My favorite is probably staging checklist. Mm -hmm. I want my sellers to have those houses looking good. Yes, yes. So head over and see which ones you would like to download or get them all. Enjoy. Hi, y'all. Welcome to Hustle Humbly. It's Alyssa and Katie, and we are two top producing realtors in the Baton Rouge market. We work for two different companies where we should be competitors, but we have chosen community over competition. The goal of our podcast is to encourage you to find your own way in business. So stop comparing yourself and start embracing your strengths. Hi, y'all. It's episode 21. And this is the highly requested email episode. I know this can seem like a boring episode. No. But it is much needed in every industry. But it's super practical. Very practical. It's a Gmail class, though. No, it doesn't have to be. Just email. Any email. It can be email. Okay, well, I like that it's any email. And I like that it's going to come out on December 30th is today, y'all, if you're listening to this (laughs) on the day it comes out. So for the new year, get your... Get your email under control. Get your email under control for the new year. So in our local marketplace, I've kind of become known as the email Nazi because I'm just like... I think that's hilarious. I just, I'm so, you know, this is my thing. You mean business about the email. I do. And that's how you keep your business going. Well, the number one question is like, how do you do the volume? Right. Step one and the most important step is keeping my email under control. Okay. I... I'm sure, I don't know if this comes up in the class later, but I know in your email signature, for the record, you have the longest email signature I've ever seen, (laughs) but in there, it does specifically speak to lenders, title companies, co-oping agents that they need to email you. Nothing is worse than getting a random text from a number that you don't have saved in your phone that says, any update? (laughs) <laughs> I'm like, I don't know who this is, Yeah, what file this is regarding, who you are. There are 3,000 wow. realtors in Baton Rouge. You think I have them all saved in my phone? No. Gosh. Even the ones that I'm doing a transaction with, I don't save every single one in my phone. Well, I find that sometimes I just, it, it, it gets too far. Like it just happens. And then I'm like, wait, I never saved them in my phone. Right. Okay. So. But it, this email class is really about treating your job professionally. Oh, Okay. So it's really a professional etiquette type thing. I'm going to get my notebook out. I might okay. want to take some notes. Do it. Okay. So I actually teach this class. I've taught it maybe seven or eight times. Okay. Um, I've taught it at our different offices around Louisiana. Okay. I've taught it to a property management group. Okay. Because you know they get a lot of emails. Man, I bet they do. So many emails. And um, I also taught it to a broker in Natchitoches. 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 (laughs) That's how it's it's spelled, Natchitoches. But in Natchitoches, um, she hired me and I came and did a one-day email class. Um, I love that. So I have a PowerPoint and everything. How long is the class? So I usually, so my PowerPoint slide is like seven slides. It's very short. Oh, it's very short. But it's just talking points. Okay. Because, and I tell them, don't bring your computer with you. Because what happens oh, is- Oh, they start reading their they email. They start trying to delete all 10,000 of their emails. And I'm like, guess what? You're not going to accomplish it in this 30-minute wow. time frame. Um, 
So I tell them, don't bring your computer. Okay. And I just say something and then they ask questions or have comments or concerns. Okay. And, because it is a mindset issue. Okay. It's just like hoarding. Right. Like the people that have trouble with hoarding, they, they there's a reason they can't let go of it. What if I need it later? What if it's important? Yeah. There's nothing important about the Bed Bath & Beyond coupon. Okay. That is fair. But- um, maybe we'll get to this. Okay, we'll I, get to it. Uh, all right, you start, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna make myself a note. Go. And so, because it's so mindset oriented, I always start off my class with asking people, "What does the inside of your home refrigerator look like?" Yes. And what does the inside of your closet look like? Yes. And I believe we talked about this previously on maybe yep. the boundaries episode. Yeah. And it was hilarious. <laughs> and so I want you to do it again for anyone who missed it. <laughs> Basically, your email and your closet and your refrigerator are all. All a reflection of what is going on in your brain. The chaos in your brain. The chaos Fair. in your brain. Or is it peaceful and tranquil and okay. organized and put together and you just understand where everything is? And then the next slide is a quote that says, my brain has too many tabs open. My my literal uh, Google has too many tabs open. Yeah. But I also mean, my brain has too many tabs open. The, the goal of your email should be your place of refuge. It should be your place of like when you feel flustered because you have a lot of transactions going on and you don't oh. you don't know who needs what, you should be able to just open your computer uh-huh. and everything you need is there. So email is basically the to-do list that other people have for you. Yeah. Now, I say that again. So anytime someone needs something, they email you. Yep. So it's a to-do list. Yes. Email is not meant to be storage. Uh, okay. I definitely use my inbox as my to-do list. Okay, good. To the point- You're good with email. I, look, I don't have 10,000 in my inbox, but I'm waiting to hear if I'm in trouble for how many I keep in folders. Right. Um, but I don't have them in my inbox. If my inbox gets to 50, and that would be mm-hmm. like if the mm-hmm. day previous I mm-hmm. was very busy and didn't have time to do all of the tasks that were being asked of me. It, that's too many. Or if I've been on vacation, sometimes mm-hmm. if it if it can't fit on that one screen, yeah, then I I'll lose my mind. Anytime you have to click that next arrow to go back yeah. and back and back, like you may as well just delete everything because you're never going to catch that's up. That's my limit for yeah. sure. If it's <clears> on more than one page, that's my limit. But honestly. It's hard for me to get it under 10. Yeah. There's usually about 10 that are still outstanding for some reason, and mm-hmm. I just keep them there in my to-do list. I also think in today's world, and I, I do this because I have let – when people contact me through alternative methods and I don't ask them to shoot me an email, I forget. Yes. If you wanted – like I'm doing 90 transactions. I'm not going to remember that someone sent me a no Instagram message about something and I'm going to – because I'm going to respond and say, yeah, sure. And then I just forget. Right. Please send me an email. Right. So if if an if it's an agent, a lender, or a title company, I'm not as polite. I just text them back. I'm like, please email me that so I don't forget. Just yeah. very blunt to the point. Okay. If I have a client that is starting to text me addresses – Oh, yeah. Yeah. I have a little thing saved that just says, hey, do you mind shooting me the addresses via email so I can make notes and send it back? Okay. Because I just want it to be like, hey, right. it's help- it helps me. It helps you. I'm not going to forget. And I can make notes. And You're trying to politely tell them what I'm the I'm trying are. to direct everybody. If you need me for something for work. Yeah email me. Right. I would love if text message was just for like friends and like family. Fair. 
I mean, that's kind of how it should be. <laughs> right. If your business is set up in a professional manner and yes. you have some serious boundaries in place. And I understand that we have to accommodate our clients yeah. and how they like to communicate. And I do text with my clients. Yeah. But if they ask me to do something, uh-huh. my first response is, do you mind shooting me an email? And this is, I have started taking screenshots of it yeah. and sending it to my email. Yes. I do that sometimes too, just depending yeah. on the situation. It's really hard. It has to be in the email. And I had to do that because otherwise your your brain cannot remember all the different outlets of Facebook, Instagram, no. your personal page, your business page. You're gonna, something's going to um, fall through yeah, the Yeah, like there's just so many things in that I just need people to understand that in order for me to serve you best, mm-hmm. it needs to be in my email because I will never lose it. Like with email, it's always there. But with text messages, every time a new text message it's comes further in, down. Yeah. It, yeah, and you can't, there's no way. And I'll have this. <laughs> Tell me if you get this. I'll have this nagging feeling. Yes. I know that I'm forgetting to do or respond to something. And then here I am at 10 o'clock at night, scrolling back through all my text messages for 24 hours, Mm -hmm. trying to figure out what it is that I am forgetting. I know. Yeah. Nothing is worse than having to humble yourself to apologize for something you forgot. And it happens all the time. It's happening less now that I'm doing my best to like educate, like my passion is to educate realtors to treat their business like a business. I'm fully on board with that. So the next job, the the next slide in my uh, PowerPoint for this class is to treat it like a job. And it's got four pictures. Okay. It's got a picture of a doctor smoking a cigarette while performing surgery. (laughs) (laughs) It's got a picture of a... Of the guy from The Hangover with the beard. Oh, and it that says, And it says personal trainer, and he's like eating something crazy. Oh, my god. And gosh. then it's like a dentist who is like all in somebody's mouth. And then it's a babysitter drinking wine with the child. And it says, would you hire any of these people? Right. No. no. And then there's a picture of like the red number in the thousands. Yes. And it's like, this is the equivalent of the realtor of those professions. Right. So it just lets you know that if you aren't organized and treating it like a job, you're not going to be hired. There are plenty of other options out there. Right. Um, So funny story. And I don't know if I've shared this before. I think maybe you have, but tell it again. Yeah. Okay. Because this is what it's really about. I had a young couple call me and say, Alyssa, we want to buy a house. We want to be honest with you and let you know we have been working with a realtor, but we just told them it wasn't working out. Right. Red flags all the time for me. Like, tell me why, what made right. you. And they said, we saw her phone when she was opening the door and she had red numbers everywhere. Like she had so many missed calls and voicemails. She had this huge red number on her text messages, a huge red number on her email. And it just made me go, I had, he said, I had already been feeling like she took a long time to respond to things. And when I saw that on her phone, I just went, if I email her, she's never, she's never going to get it. And if she does, it's not going to be timely. He felt like she wasn't professional. Yeah. And so he he actually fired her and hired me and over the red over the numbers. red alert numbers. And so the question is, if you hired you to run your business, would you fire you? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's you know you need to evaluate that. But the red numbers doesn't mean that's how many emails you have. That's how many aren't open. I can't even. That's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Even. But the thing is, is like, 
once you do what the email says to do, right. you should get rid of the email. Okay. You should delete it. If it's it's if it's from a lender that says, I need this addendum, mm-hmm. get them the addendum and then delete the email. Deleting the email is the equivalent of scratching okay. it off the list. Can we talk about my problem then? Yes. I do it and then I put it in the folder mm-hmm. that is whatever transaction that is. But why if it's not a relevant part of the transaction? I, in my little weird pack rat hoarder brain, yeah. I think that later on someone's going to be like, hey, did you do blah, blah, blah? It and will be always like, be in your scent mail. Well, the scent mail doesn't delete after some time? Mm, not that I have found them. There's settings for everything, oh. but you can always okay. somehow track down a scent message. Okay. So... That's my only problem. Do you have a feeling about folders and, I mean, do you keep folders for your transactions? So when I was organizing my email years Mm -hmm. ago in the beginning, I had folders in folders in folders and I would make a folder with everybody's name that ever contacted me and I would write down like, oh, they want a four bedroom house and I'd put it in their folder and like... It did nothing but confuse my brain and cause more okay. cluster, more confusion, more chaos. Like it just wasn't working because who goes back? Nope. Nobody goes back to the no. folders. And so you know you're not going to go back to the folders. Right. And eventually you will run out of storage. Oh, I just pay for more. I know. So eventually <laughs> you will run out of storage. I'm just like, here's my dollar ninety nine. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Well. <laughs> Okay, that's fair. Look, I, that's so I am not a fan of folders. folders. So you either have them in your inbox or they are deleted. Are there any emails that you save? Um, very few okay. and only ones that if I was being sued would help me. Okay. How do you know which ones those are? Like the ones that, okay, for example, that when I have, I used to sit down with people and help them with their email. Okay. I had to stop doing that because they wanted me to do the legwork of cleaning it out. Oh. But because they didn't go through the pain of doing that, right. it would just, They'll just build again. up again. Mm-hmm. So I had to learn like... I have to give them the tools and then they have to clean it up themselves. And that could take two months sometimes. Okay, true. So some of the common emails that people kept, for example, when you get a request for a showing on a listing, you get one email that says showing requested. And Mm -hmm. then you get one email that says confirmed. I delete those. Okay. I keep the confirmed until I get feedback. That's me too. That's exactly what I do. Okay. So I delete the request. Yes. I keep the confirmed. Once I get feedback from that agent, yes. I delete that Same. email. Same. So a lot of agents have trouble with like just keeping that stuff hanging out in their inbox. Like forever. We get way too many newsletters. For sure. Um, we get like people the in my class, people want to jump into, what if I get sued? Okay. There are very few emails per year that right. you need to keep that have relevant content. Right. We're not talking about like difficult conversations that maybe you need to have one folder that is labeled difficult conversations (laughs) that you keep, you know? Okay. Um, One folder for all of them, not one folder for every house you sold. Then I would have like 500 folders, you know, like you can't do all that. I got a lot of So if you have one folder that keeps everything you need in it, it, in the event that you were to go, the only reason you would need it is if 
someone was taking you to arbitration or mediation. Got it. Now, as far as like actual purchase agreements and addendums and things that, you know, have been signed and have attachments, uh-huh. every company does that different. Yeah. Um, like our company uses Skyslope. Mm-hmm. So we just email it to 1234 Main Street at Skyslope and it goes into the Main Street folder. Yeah. Your broker well, has your to keep stuff for there. you. So so that aside, keep all, all of your signed documents. Like, yes, that's just normal. Right. But we're really talking about the problem that realtors have. Okay. So it, you have to like unsubscribe yes. and, and clean out the junk. Like what are some that you feel like you have trouble keeping or deleting? Oh, um, I don't know. Like I, any communication that I have with a buyer, I keep. Mm-hmm. In a folder, <laughs> you're like, uh-oh, I just failed the class. Um, I, I just don't know why. You go read it later? I have pulled up. I'm not going to lie. I have gone back to some of these and been like, well, here they ask for the same information again and I resend it. Or mm-hmm. they, But then they, you could just go to your sent mail and type in their email address and click send again. Fair. You I know? never thought about this. Yeah, like I do I, that so much. I thought that your sent mail went away after some amount of time. Check your settings, but I have like all my sent – it's not cons- – okay. it's not like it's – saving it it's just like a digital record yeah like someone will be able to figure that out that an email was sent from me to you right right it's very interesting Mm -hmm. yeah and i think what happened with mine and it's not under control right now as far as folders go i was everyone got a folder and then there were so many them them to scroll 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 to find their folder yeah so then i got smart a couple years ago and was like i'll do folders and folders so (laughs) Buyers past, so I don't ever open. I mean, they're all in mm-hmm. there, and I don't open that one. Buyers current, buyers potential, mm-hmm. and so then I had people in there. But I, the buyers potential, I do go back to sometimes, and I'm like, who have I not, you know, followed up? And with that's lately? what I use Trello for. Okay, you know, I use Trello for like having each person has a little yeah. card and they're right, right. labeled, and you know, that's a whole nother class. Okay. But the point is, Gmail, your email in general mm-hmm. is not made to be a contact management system like it's made to be your to-do list oh well gmail tried to add that i know it was terrible i hated it i I said yes and then it ruined my life and i'm like no get rid of it made so many folders it was asking me for all this is this the title company is this i know blah 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 i would i showed like six houses one day to a buyer and it pulled all the addresses and made six folders with those addresses and thought that they were a transaction i'm like no no we didn't even like any of those houses (laughs) we just showed it folio leave me alone Oh, yeah, Lord, terrible. it is terrible. Um, so anyways, you the que- the question is like, what is this for? What is it asking me to do? Okay. Do I need to write it down somewhere else? Okay. In my other system that I use, or okay. do I need to put it somewhere so I don't for if it's something that's like coming up on your calendar or whatever, right? Then maybe you need to add it to your calendar and then delete the email. Okay, that's fair. I do that. Yeah. So it's really and it takes time. Yeah, right. Um, people want to rush through this. Have you ever told people to cancel their email and get a new one? One. <laughs> one lady, and it was just it was so bad. So bad, but like what you have to so so some tips for getting started if you're really in the deep end. Please, please. If you so for example, our secretary's name is Denise. So she is the one that sends out the announcements. Okay. Well, I was finding that people in my office never deleted 
anything. Like a new agent announcement. Or yeah, something. or like okay. sales meeting today. If you uh, there's cookies in the kitchen. Oh, there's geez. whatever, okay. whatever you want the announcement. They were all to be. there. They were all there. So I was like, look, let's type in Denise in your search feature of your email, and then we checked all and deleted in bulk everything from Denise. Perfect. Then I would notice, hey, it looks like you have a lot of Bed Bath & Beyond. So we would type in Bed Bath & Beyond, select all. So we would like, you start by bulk deleting Got the it. things that you know okay. you have too many of. Okay. So I guess I'm feeling good and bad about myself because I don't have, like my you inbox, don't have junk. my inbox isn't filled with junk. Yeah. So I guess at least I got that going for me. Like one guy that I helped, he had a folder called Read Later. <gasps> nope, nope. And he would save articles that he wanted to read later. Aww. And he said, I've never. But he wanted to. I wanted to. And I said, well, that's where becoming a quick decision maker comes in. What is this email? It's an article. Do I have two and a half minutes to read it? If you don't, you're not going to have two and a half minutes later. Yeah, you either right. you either read it or you don't. Okay. Delete it or read it or read it and delete it and get it get it out. Don't save okay. it for later. No. Like, you have to be honest with yourself. Right. Oh, my so gosh. So, at first, it's very painful and comes with a lot of resistance. I can imagine. Um, but then, after like 10 minutes, mm-hmm. they start moving faster. Oh, like they start making quick decisions. Like their brain is understanding like, oh my gosh, I have 20,000 more of these. I can't sit here and like pray over each one. No. Like I need to make a decision. Isn't that so funny though? It is funny. Because it's just getting started is really all you have to do. It kind of reminds me of the database story, like just getting started on the road to one of these you know, new processes, new systems, new, you know, mindsets. It's just getting started. And once you get started, you're like, wait a minute, this isn't that hard. I can do this. Yes. Like, I have the capacity. And trust me, I get so, I can see people when I'm teaching this class fidget in their seats. Really? Like, they are like really uncomfortable with the work that they have ahead of them. They mm-hmm. know it's bad. They're resistant to it. They don't want to do it. Um, and then, you know, but honestly, you know what group irritates me the most? Oh, gosh. The ones that think it's funny. Like that, that, that they, they want to laugh and joke and brag. I have 75,000 emails. Ha <laughs> ha I'm like, it's not funny. No. Like, I know you want it to be funny, but it's not funny. No. And you're... You're only going to grow in your level of business to how much your brain can handle. Right. And you're never going to be able to move forward if you can't keep an email box clean. Right. I would not be able to do the volume I do with a messy email. Right. It's just not not possible. Well, you couldn't keep up with the people who are trying to reach out to you. No. And and things would slip through the crack. For I wouldn't sure. answer in a timely manner. I mean, I answer all emails within at least 24 hours. Yeah. And that is a long time. That's a long time, right. Majority of my emails are answered within three hours. Yeah. And you delete. And then I delete the email. And it just like, once once I sit down and know what I need to do mm-hmm. and clean it out, Yep, it's like, that's all you have it's to fine. do. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really, it is such a mindset thing. Um, And people have to stop thinking it's funny. They have to stop making excuses about it. Right. Um, And so it is a process. Yeah, it definitely is a process. I can sense that. Mm -hmm. But I don't think it's as difficult as I thought it was going to be. A lot of this is just removing things you don't need anyway. Right. 
Right. And and really processing what do I need? You know, you don't need everything. Right. So and people think that you do. At the end of a transaction, would that also be a good time to like Yeah, maybe dump? Yeah. But if you're doing it continuously, you it's never fine. have to have a big purge. Yeah. Now I do I used to, when I was new, um, keep all of my addendums and purchase agreements in a folder with that address because at that time there was no Sky Slope. I didn't know what it my, was the only digital method. It was the only digital yeah. method. Yeah. And they're labeled by year. And oh. we're only required to keep things in Louisiana for audit purposes for five years. Right. So you can delete 2011, 2012, 2013. Right. So you okay. don't have to keep all that, there you, you know? Go. Um, but there are rules okay. that I help to get people started. Uh, let's hear the rules. Rule number one, unsubscribe. I love it. You have to start at the last email, the oldest email in your inbox. Okay. So scroll, 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 scroll to get to the end. Whoa. And say, why is this here? <gasps> what do I need to do with it? If it's something that is coming recurring, right. you need to unsubscribe. Yes. Mass delete. Okay. Using the search. Right. And then go to the next email. Okay. What is this email? Is it something I need to unsubscribe from? Because if you don't unsubscribe, it's just going to keep happening. Right. Some of the objections I get. I unsubscribe from things and then I get more things. That is a myth. It's not. That's not real. But if you unsubscribe from, I'm using Bed Bath & Beyond. You're I, really beaten up with Bed Bath & Beyond. I see it the most. I see it the <laughs> most. It's so bad. Oh my gosh. Um, it's so bad. But anyway, if you unsubscribe on Friday. Okay. You are still on their Monday newsletter. Right. Like they may have a Monday and a Friday newsletter. You have to unsubscribe all. Yes. Yeah. But sometimes it, you just click unsubscribe and it says, bye. And it doesn't ask all. So then Monday comes around and you get another email. Like, what the heck? And you're like, it didn't work. I quit. And it's like, no, you have to keep unsubscribing. Until they Until stop. they, because it will stop. But people wow. like to make excuses yes. on, oh, it takes too long, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So stop you have to unsubscribe. Okay. Step two, stop subscribing. Yeah, I was about to say, are we going to tell them to stop giving their email address yes, at the register? Yes, you must stop doing that. Just tell people, all I have is my work email because guess what? You need to keep this work. work this email. is professional. I think that it's important, especially a lot of us who are afraid to say no. We're at the register. We're checking out. And the sweet lady there says, what's your email? And you just think that you have to tell them in order no. to finish your transaction. You I will tell you because my best friend is the best at this. She just says no. <laughs> She's just like. I love her. She's just like, no, thank you. Yeah. No, I don't but want to But if you feel like out. you need to be polite, just say, I don't have an email or I right. only have a work email. And oh, I'm sorry. I can't is. give it out. Now, this kind of plays into when people go, oh, well, I have – my red number is high because that's my personal email. This is about getting your personal and your professional life together. Okay. Do you have a um, – I only have one email. Yeah. Yeah. Do you Same. have – Yeah, no, I, have I have one. one. And – the way the reason I believe that is best is because it's one less tab open in your brain. Yeah. It's one less outlet to go check. Yeah. It's one less thing to keep up with. Yeah. And no matter if it's an addendum that a lender needs or something I need to bring to Haven School, they're both on the same like I still have to do right. them both. You right. send them to one place. Yes. Tell agreed. me one thing that I need yep. to do and that's it. I'm with you. And then people are like, Well, what if I miss a good sale? 
And I saw something that said, it's not a good sale if you didn't need it. Right. Like you didn't even need that and you just spent money on it because you thought Mm -hmm. you had to because the coupon expired in two days. Guess what? You're getting another coupon in two weeks. Right. Well, you're talking about Bed Bath & Beyond again. mindset, people. Mindset. It is definitely a mindset. I there. This is a really funny one. I loved – this is terrible, but I loved the Daily Report, which is a local um, news publication that would come via email and it would tell you – news stories about real estate and, you know, all different sorts of local stories. And yeah. I found it to be filled with very good information that I would sometimes use for work, but they sent it twice a day, every day of the week. Whoa. And then they changed email servers and they kept sending all these alerts. Make sure you change it in your contacts. And I just never did. And the newsletters stopped coming and my email became drastically easier to handle. Isn't that funny? Because I always wanted to read them. And so I would never delete them because I'm like, ooh, that headline is good. I need to read that. Guess what? I haven't read that thing in over a year. Well, for the people that are really in the hole, you have to unsubscribe this is my rule. This is my Alyssa G- email class rule. Let's hear it. You have to unsubscribe from everything. Oh, Even all of them. the things that you like for two months. <gasps> really? The reason is after two months, you self-evaluate and ask, what do I miss? Right. You can always resubscribe. For sure. So, but you need to do a total purge. Yeah. It's part of the process. Very interesting. Yeah. I mean, you have to get it all gone. No email. No. No email at all except the necessities because okay. then your brain is just like, thank God. I'm not being yelled at constantly all right. day. Oh, well, I don't. Do you get alerts on your phone when you no. get a new email? No. I don't either. No alerts except for text um, messages. And I don't know if this is an appropriate time to mention this, but I also do think that this is a great time because you said you get to every email within 24 hours. Mm-hmm. But I think we need to go back to that. That's a whole day. Yeah. So people who are having struggles with time management mm-hmm. spend a lot of time in their email. I am raising my hand as one of those people. Um, I can get sucked in to the email and, you know, waiting for a new email to come and reading everything the minute that it comes in and responding right away. If you don't even open your email for the first two hours of your day and you do whatever task you need to do, mm-hmm. all of those emails will be still there. Like yeah. when you are in Australia. Everything will be waiting for you. Still be there, waiting for you. still within your bounds to respond to it in two hours. Yeah. And it'll be fine. It's totally fine. Okay. So rule number three is no red numbers anywhere. Fair. Personal email, work email, text messages, yeah. voicemails. Mm-hmm. Maybe include your email address in your voicemail to direct people. Oh. To I have it in my voicemail. I like that. I have um, it in mine too. Yeah. So there's just things you can do, but you have the red numbers indicate I need something. Yeah. Something is not opened. Something and your brain needs all of that shut off. Yeah. Okay. So we need to get that under control. That lady would ha- still have her client. If her red numbers weren't on her phone. True story. Rule number four, make quick decisions. Okay. Am I going to read this? What is it asking me to do? Move efficiently and quickly through each email. This is how you move through life, though. Yes. Efficiently and quickly. <laughs> yes. And when people make are quick like, decisions. I don't understand how she does it. I'm like, she's hella efficient. I cannot mull over every single detail. It's like just a full-on efficiency expert. So, okay, quick choices. Yes. Five, rule number five, designate times instead of being on refresh 100 times a day. Yes. So that's, yeah, just what you were talking about. Now, I try to, before I shut it down for the night, clean it out. At lunch, I always clean it out. Okay. Um, But if I am 
waiting at a house mm-hmm. for the client to get there and I have 10 minutes, mm-hmm. I'm doing it. Okay. So it's like, I'm not refreshing while I'm at lunch with friends waiting because I'm like an addict on my phone. Right. Like that's not enough. But um, if you're in carpool waiting, if okay. you're, you know, be efficient with your, if you're efficient with your time during the day, yeah. by the time you get home, everything is handled. Yes. But people think, oh, I have 10 minutes. I'm going to scroll Instagram or Facebook or whatever. But it's like be more efficient. You can do a lot in five minutes. You can do a lot in five minutes. I have literally pulled out my laptop in my car for five minutes and gotten so much done. Okay. Rule number six is don't use folders. (laughs) <laughs> I'm failing the class. Uh, it's okay. It's okay. But folders enable hoarding. They cause you to keep things you don't need. I am an email hoarder. The question is, am I going to read this later? Why do I feel like I need to keep it? Where should I put it elsewhere? If I feel like I need to keep it, why? Do I need to put it in my... Um, right. Like, for example, I use Trello okay. to organize my clients by name. So if I need to make a note, I go to their name and make right. a note. So whatever you're using. And then number seven um, is use your time wisely, which kind of goes with set. De- so five is set designated times, not to always be refreshing unnecessarily. Okay. But seven is really actually use your time wisely. Okay. That's like have- if you have five minutes, use okay. it. That makes sense. Just like jump in there when you can. Yeah. What... When you say designate times, do you have some suggested, like, how many times a day, how much time per I think you need at least three times a day. Okay. And it depends on your day. Every day is different. We can't be super strict on ourselves. Then we're hard on ourselves that we missed our time. Right. But put it this way. If a friend invites me to lunch and my email is not under control, Mm -hmm. I can't go. Okay. I have not earned it. There, I have lunch with myself at least once a week. Right. Sometimes twice a week. And I go to the same place when I eat lunch by myself. I go to the Syrops Cafe on Perkins. Yes, okay. But they know me, and I'll walk in, and they go, is it just you and your laptop today? Yep, just me. And I say, yep, just me. And they know what I want, and that all I'm doing is using their Wi-Fi and answering emails, and I have lunch with myself. Very good. Now, if my it's all up to date, I might text you to go to lunch. Yeah, like a and lunch. And be like, oh my gosh, my email's clean. I can Woo-woo. go to lunch, you know? So you have to also have some self-discipline to know, am I behind? Well, you have to make choices. And sometimes in my class, as I'm teaching, I see people trying to delete their email. And I'm like, y'all, the majority of people that struggle with email, you're not going to be able to clean it out in one sitting. Right. Um, it worries me when right. people tell me they cleaned it out in one sitting because I'm like, you might have actually deleted something that you needed to follow up on. Right. Um, but like if it's a client that's like, oh, I might move next year, put them in your calendar for next year with their email address. Right. I like that. Yeah. I do that a lot. Like, okay. like I just put a note like in March to contact, contact so-and-so. And then mm-hmm. I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot. They, you know, right. they said that. You weren't going to go back and find that email anyway. No, you, I wouldn't. So it's nice. Like, what can I do to delete this out of my email? Okay. But one time I taught this class, um, it was like right before Mardi Gras at one of our offices. And we set a goal for Lent. So I don't know how many of us like, you know, Episcopalians and stuff, Catholics out there. But we said for Lent, okay, the the people in the class committed to cleaning out their email. Okay. And so that was 40 days. I'm right. People are like, 40 days? That you you could do it in one sitting. No, like not if you're 
really doing it right. Not if you're really doing it right and not if you're bad off. It okay. takes a lot of time to unsubscribe. It takes a lot of time to go back to the beginning and delete and, and also to categorize like, yeah. oh my gosh, I forgot about this person. Now I need, sometimes it can take five minutes per email to do what that email is asking. Right. Sometimes it's just delete, next, delete, next. Yeah. But you have to filter it. Ah. And then, so Easter was obviously the end of Lent, the okay. celebration, and I had them screenshot me their email progress. Did it work? It was amazing. Oh. Like, you know, nothing makes me prouder than meeting with people that actually yes. take the advice. Yes. I get so frustrated when people get all hyped up during the class and then like nothing happens. Right. You're like, oh, I've wasted my time. Yeah. Oh my good. Well, that was good. So yeah. That, those are the essentials. I think that proves the point that you can't do it in a day. No. And if you commit to making it a habit, it has so to be a habit. for 40 days, they were going to work on it. Mm-hmm. So they weren't pressured to get it all done at once. They didn't give up. They knew they had a goal and it was far enough away to you know trip chip away at it for 40 mm-hmm. days. I think that's awesome. You have to train your mindset to handle things. Right. I end the class with quotes. Let's hear them. Until we can manage time, our time, we can manage nothing else. So. Yep. Every minute spent organizing is an hour earned. Uh-huh. I don't know if that's scientific, but Sounds I believe good. it. Control your clutter or it will control you. I 100% agree with this. The end. Love every one of those. Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty, it's really not much to it. No, it's so simple. You know I'm simple. I know. You know I don't. It's like my sister right. <laughs> sent me the meme of, it's like this farmer in his overalls oh, right. and he's like planting seeds and he said, <laughs> It's not much, but it's honest work. (laughs) That's like my business model. (laughs) Yes. I don't have anything fancy. I just try to be really efficient with my time. That's what I love. And the more more I know you and the more I talk to you, I think it is hilarious because people think there's a secret to the success. (laughs) I just keep it simple. It's super simple (laughs) and it's super efficient. Yeah. And efficiency is a mindset. I love teaching this class. I, I you can tell I like yell into the microphone. Like, yes. So I'm out for hire. So. Oh, well, that's right. If anyone needs you. Yeah. I, you love, I love teaching it in person okay. because the questions that I get are all so unique. Really? So different per office, per situation. Yes. I would love to teach this class outside of real estate offices. Oh. Like any corporation. Right. You know. That would be cool. Isn't that funny? Because you would get this, different like, questions I have this now. weird passion for email. <laughs> That's very funny. I'm like such a nerd. But everyone has email. Yeah. And they're all overwhelmed by it. Sure. And you're trying to help them. Yeah. I like that you were like, this is a place of refuge. I'm it like, is. The email is my place, is my sanctuary. That It should like, be the place that grounds you and wow. reminds you, hey, you have nothing else to do except right. what is here. I like that. Yeah. They're, you're one of a kind in that operation. <laughs> well, I'd love to help other people. I think that's good. Give, give, them, give them the freedom of time. So I think you have our toast. <gasps> I do. I have your toast. Not for you, but no. we'll toast you for telling us about email today. Okay. No, okay. we have a toast from, okay, um, let's see. Tiffany Kitchen has nominated someone. And oh, I'm gonna do Where you want me to from? Read? Oh, well, hold on, I'll tell you. Tiffany is in Ohio. Ohio. Yahoo! Ohio. She is um, a realtor in Ohio. Okay, so here is 
Her toast. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. You're going to read it? I'm going to read it. Okay. Okay. Her name is Katie Frank. I mean, from one Katie to another Katie. Sure. She's a brand new realtor that just got started in August, and she was just named a top producer in October. (gasps) How cool. I reached out to ask her what she had been doing, and after happily telling me everything, she even sent over a personalized sign-in sheet for open houses that she made for me. (gasps) So I would like to toast to her. That is so cool. I love that... One, that's amazing that she's a top producer in just a couple of months. Yeah. I love also that when Tiffany was like, hey, what are you doing over there? Yeah. She was like an open book. She told her all the things and gave her an open house sign in and... There you go. I think that's pretty impressive. So we're going to toast to Katie. Okay, perfect. Okay, cheers, Cheers Katie. Katie. All right, goodbye, everyone. Happy email clearing. That's right. Go clean (laughs) out your email right now. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Hustle Humbly Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Hustle Humbly Podcast. If you have an episode topic or question, please email us at hustlehumblypodcast at gmail.com. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. Don't forget to send in your wins. See you next week.